Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Jeanette and Chad, and this is the podcast you tune into while you're folding your sheets, maybe doing some accounting, maybe you're just doing some laundry or hanging out. Today, we're going to kind of talk about credit card processing versus peer-to-peer setup. to the next level. Chad. People who are on the video are probably noticing I have a different background. I have my green screen up because we are in uh, North Carolina, Cherokee, North Carolina for World Massage Festival. And my traditional blurred background in my office is not the case for this one. So super exciting times. Uh, We mentioned that we would be still launching today's episode. So if you're listening, you might be going through some continuing education classes here in Cherokee, North Carolina. Uh, But for those of you who are not and are still handling your day-to-day, we have a topic about credit card processing and peer-to-peer. Jeanette, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. We are, I, this is, this week is so exciting. Cause this is like, we, this is our first convention as MCA and I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to do this and meet the people that we're meeting. I mean, I'm stoked. Like I'm almost so stoked that I'm calm, <laughs> which means I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we're kicking butt and taking names. So today's topic, credit cards. Ooh, okay. So there are a lot of people when they first open up that say, that ask the question on these Facebook groups, like, what do you guys all use for invoicing and credit card processors? And, you know, then you have 40 comments that say, well, I use QuickBooks. I use this. I use, you know, Venmo, PayPal. I'm cash check. And I, I hate, I hate to break it to you, but we are in a world where nobody carries cash. And I mean, a lot of my clients didn't really carry cash before COVID. They definitely don't carry it now because when COVID hit, when everything started to open back up, like nobody was handling cash. And if they did, they were handling it with gloves on. So this is kind of like a super beneficial thing for LMTs because we don't have to rely on cash as a form of payment. Like now more than ever is a great time to get your auto charge membership set up and set it and forget it. And you don't have to deal with any of that stuff on the actual business day. But in order to do that, you need some sort of system that does that. And we need to understand the difference between these two programs and applications. So credit card processors are going to be like, uh, Square, Stripe. Um, there's also some, I don't want to call them off brands because they're the ones that come with like the big black thing you see them in, you know, uh, gas stations. Um, I think there's a new one out there. I don't know a lot about called five star. Um, that's a new one, but I'm, I, I don't really know that much about it to see if it's a credit card processor plus a peer to peer payment app. Um, but for purposes of this podcast, we are going to be specifically referring to Square and Stripe versus Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, 
stuff like that. Is that, well, is that yeah. clear? Yeah. Let me say one thing real quick. So when it comes to credit card processing, there is debit and there's credit. And debit is a much cheaper way to process than credit cards are for you as the merchant. <clears throat> and so instead of having to figure out which is which and have and processing specifically for a debit, which is really a transfer or a credit, which is a credit card pull draw, <clears throat> a lot of these companies like Stripe Square, uh, what was the other one you mentioned? Stripe Square. Five star. Oh, five stars. A new one. These um, credit card processors that we um, that we know and love, they do all that work for you. And right. so when you see a two point nine, a three, a three point five percent processing, but it doesn't matter what the card is, it's because they're running everything as credit, but they're also accounting for you know, American Express and Discover and all it's simplified for you. They've reduced the right. friction for you. So in lieu of that, they're also reduced. They're also, they might have a little premium on the processing fee that they charge you, right? They might be a little right. bit higher than if you were to do, you know, the box that is inside the merchant, right? right. Um, because those ones, they decide this is a debit draw, this is a credit draw, but it's also stationary. It's not online. Right. Um, and they use companies like authorize.net and there's a whole bunch of different merchants that process these. So it might be a more attractive amount, but then you have to take payments only in person and not online. So it's a give and take of benefit to you, benefit to your clients, frictionless process of who you decide to go with. Right. And when we make a recommendation of just using Square or just using Stripe, it's because there's going to be that added flexibility, less that you have to deal with. Um, right. So it's worth those couple of extra pennies or percentages or you know fractions of a percentage to be able to just set it and forget it and not have to do anything. Right. And that's what I like about Square and Stripe is because I'm willing to pay a little bit more of a premium rate so that the ability for me to operate my business easily is attainable as opposed to getting one of those standard credit card processors and then realizing I can't do invoicing with it. I can't do anything with it besides swipe a card. Like I can't even store information. And that's the reason right. why Square built what they built. And I'm not sure I've never had Stripe. I know that Stripe and Square both uh, cohesively mingle with other applications such as massage books, schedulicity, stuff like that. So you yeah. also have to keep that in mind. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Um, but they first, you don't even have to, you don't pay anything to join. There's no membership fee. There's nothing like you're just paying that rate for them to process the card. And in my business, I mean, that rate's deductible. That's the cost of doing business. So I just build that cost into the price of my, of my session. Not, like not I, to be, yeah, I, not to be confused. It's not a line item on your bill. You're just right. saying, I know this is a cost, just like my lubricants, just like my table, just like my laundry. Right. So I'm going to price my session to this to account for. Yes. Right. And I know that there is a lot of like, oh, well, all these fees. And if you link up square and massage book, then there's a fee on top of a fee. 
And I understand all that. But if you are swaying towards using a peer-to-peer payment app because of the fees, you are not setting yourself up for success because peer-to-peer apps are relative. I don't know when they first started. I know PayPal was probably one of the earlier ones, but peer-to-peer apps were built for simple friend-to-friend payments. And then the business portion came in. So from what I understand over the couple of conversations we've had about it, they are still changing their terms and conditions and what they can do and what they can't do on those peer-to-peer apps. Whereas Square and Stripe have been around for many years beforehand. So in my opinion, they're a little bit more of a stable payment app as far as processing the payment and how the experience is for me as a business owner on the back end. So there was music industry when we went from tapes where you could put a tape into deck A and record it onto tape deck B um, changed with the legal rights of transferring that music, right? And copying CDs was illegal. And, you know, uh, downloading MP3s or burning MP3s and adding them to your uh, iPod, illegal, right? You had to have a license in order to listen to that music. And that's when that whole, because people were essentially purchasing once and distributing a bunch of different times. And that artist only got a certain amount uh, off it. They only got the one, right? And right. with um, music, people ask about how do you do playlists without commercials? And people just simply say, sign up for a Spotify or sign up for a Pandora. Well, listen, you're a business. You are not licensed to distribute that content as a business legally. Now, nobody's coming after you, right? Nobody's slapping your hand, but legally that is a problem and you should not be just throwing up a Pandora playlist or a Spotify playlist as your music without having it licensed for business. It's the same thing with these Peter peers. And here's the thing, federal government is getting involved right now and saying, listen, if you're, because the peer to peer is essentially linked to a debit card, which is a debit card is treated like cash. So it's no different than me saying, here's 50 bucks, Jeanette, only I'm doing it digitally from my bank to your bank. And and the federal government's kind of getting involved and saying, wait a minute, you can't just transfer money from one person to another for goods or services that are rendered because it's not being recorded as income properly. And it's not easy uh, for the IRS to be able to audit that. And so they're putting things in place that are saying, if you're a business, it needs to go through this business account. That way it is legit across the board. And that's still in process as of today. So my advice is it's attractive to just use a Venmo or a cash app, but listen, if you're not documenting your stuff, if you're not saying my income was brought in because of this method, um, if you were to get audited, you're going to run into an issue. And just like the folks who you know, weren't recording their, their income. And then when COVID hit, they weren't able to get relief. You're going to run into a similar situation where the benefits that are there, uh, that are provided for you, assuming you do business the right way, you're going to run into an issue later. So my advice is don't do business through a peer to peer, unless you're doing it through that merchant account, like you're supposed to, you can get away with it, right? You can, and when it comes to tips, sure, maybe you run your credit card processor through your traditional way and you accept a tip from peer to peer. 
you can probably get away with that and not have an issue. But right. when it comes to charging for that 97, $90, $100, uh, 60 minute session, I'm advising not to go through that peer to peer because I don't think it's the right way to do it right now, unless you're under that merchant label. Yeah. And it's, I mean, if you are under that merchant label, that's great. But again, this is where you have to do your research. If you're going to be someone that uses massage book and incorporates that piece of being able to check clients out using massage book and not square and not Venmo, not PayPal, does it link up? I know for one massage book does not link up with with uh, Venmo or PayPal, right. only square and stripe. So not the end of the world. You can always keep track of sessions and stuff in another Manually. way, shape or form. Yeah. Right. Manual process, which is more right. work for you. Right. Less streamlined, more friction. Right. And you can do that or you can just bite the bullet and take, and take the hit. But like that is oftentimes, I believe in setting yourself up for success from the beginning. So I knew right off the bat that at some point in time, I was going to be accepting some sort of regular automated payment. And then when I hooked up with you for my website, uh, it became more apparent that there were other programs and apps that I could sync together to streamline all of those manual processes that I was doing. If I would have had Venmo or PayPal as my processor for those, it would have made it super hard to do that. And I probably most likely would have had to completely switch systems. And if anybody has completely switched systems when they are already established and up and running, it is a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare trying because sometimes you can't export information from somewhere. You know, you can't always export every single client's detail. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're, you're setting yourself up for success. You're planning on running a massage empire. Um, do it by the books. Don't try to get one by, you know, if you set your pricing up to where all of these are accounted for, you're not thinking about, um, oh, my, my processing fee is a 1% difference. If I go with this, those aren't the things that you're concerning yourself with because right. you are, have accounted for it in your pricing. Like you mentioned, Jeanette. So, right. um, yeah, long story short, I mean, peer to peer, just be cautious. Um, I would strongly advise not doing that as your primary, because frankly, I don't think it's legal to do that. Um, goods and services falls under a different category. You can't enter your tax ID, which is your identification number that you are receiving income as a business with your Venmo and cash app, uh, unless right. you sign up under a merchant account. So I do it legit. Um, that's all I have on that. I, I just be cautious, be very cautious because I don't want somebody to be accepting Venmos for the purpose of there's no processing fee and then find out later they back owe for all the stuff that they were right. avoiding and negligence is not, you can't just say, I didn't know that the government doesn't, <laughs> they don't take yeah, that as an not, excuse. Yeah, no, that's not, not when it comes to, not when it comes to taxes. So, I mean, e and even if you are, if you are a therapist right now that is using like Venmo personal to take several payments, maybe it's not your entire collection of clients. Maybe it's just a couple. Um, you might want to consider switching. And if you're not keeping track of it, you need to keep track of it because I feel like pretty soon, like right now we're, 
I feel like it's really loosey goosey right now. Like if you don't sign up for the merchant account, like unless you're running a considerable amount of funds through there, like there's no, I have yet to hear of a colleague or any of our students that have said like, yep, finally got caught, like got a notification, like, Hey, you're running a lot of money through here. Let's see if something like they're not doing that yet, but I have a feeling that we're going to be leaning more towards that. And then the, what we're going to see a lot of after that is, oh my God, now I have to switch because now they're forcing me to pay for Venmo merchant and do that and blah, 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 blah. Save yourself the hassle of having to like emergency switch and just make sure that you're set up for success legally right now. It's you're, it's going to end up causing you a lot less stress. And frankly, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I mean, if you're, if you're going to be new to square, we have a resource on our link that you can, um, it's actually, it's actually pretty cool. Um, sometimes if you catch square at conventions, they'll give out, um, uh, get like promotional pricing. So if you head on over to massagecoreacademy.com, yeah, we partnered up, right? Yeah. Massagecoreacademy.com slash links. Um, look for the big square symbol and when you sign up as a new merchant, you get your first thousand dollars of sales free of charge, free processing on the first thousand dollar of sales for 180 days. Um, so definitely something to check into. What is, um, the, pro- what is the processing? Like 2.9 or something like that? It's like 3.5. 3.5. It changes. It's like, it's like, I mean, I can look it up right now, but it's different. There is definitely a distinction between manual swipe and, uh, invoicing. Um, there's different rates for that because obviously with invoicing, there's a couple of different processes on their end that they have to make sure happen to automatically charge that car. Right. The way it's done. Yeah. All the infrastructure. I mean, they're, they're, they're literally alleviating all of the stuff you would have to do manually and they're doing it for you. So yeah, they're going to, they're going to take a little bit of cut because they put in the research and development to be able to put that in place. So thousand bucks, no processing. That's, that's a huge alleviation for folks. So especially if you're just, especially if you're just starting, because then you can, you just get that little bit of a break. Now I, right now, quick search, um, squares standard processing fee is it's saying 2.6% plus 10 cents for contactless payments, swiped or inserted chip cards and swiped mag stripe. Um, payments that are manually keyed in. So sometimes if somebody's like credit card, they're the stripe, the strip isn't working. Um, those have a 3.5% plus 15% fee. Um, and that also applies to using card on file, um, or manually entered on the virtual terminal. 3.5 plus 15 cents, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and those are, those are the, those are the processing as of today, right? So, you know, they they can change, they roll out new stuff all the time, but um, all that to say, we've partnered with them. We can offer free processing for the first thousand dollars. So hop on the resources, massagecoreacademy.com slash links, look for the square uh, and you're going to get hooked up. You know, that's, that's our gift to you. What do we, what do we got going on next week? Oh, next week. I'm on the wrong page. Uh, Next week. Ooh, same day appointments. Yes or no. I have a feeling everybody just had, they just said yes or no, based off of what they think we're going to do our take on it for sure. Yep. So tune in next week. Keep folding your sheets. Nice. And crispy. Okay. See you next week, guys. 
Slam.